Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Color Auntie podcast. Um, it is just you, me, it's just Quay and I, your two aunties. I feel like we haven't recorded just ourselves in so long. Yeah, and I bet you haven't heard from us in a couple weeks. We accidentally <laughs> took last week off, but we're back. Um, potentially better than ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hopefully better than ever. So what have you been up to, Grace? Tell me. I've been so busy. Um, like work has been so busy. Um, Nico is still in school. Luckily, there hasn't been any cases in his classroom. So he's been going to school. That's been all going well. Um, my own school has been keeping me busy as well. Mm -hmm. I um, am coming close to my exams and final assignments. But then I registered also for two more classes in May. Wow. That will bring me to July. Because once I finish one more class, I would have finished my year on time. Wow. So, congrats. yeah, my goal is, and I don't know if I told you this, my goal is to finish four years on time. Yeah. But part time. But some of my summertime. class, yeah, summertime as well. I'm very proud of you. You're going to be going hard for four years. I know. Well, there's that one. Um, it's not a meme. Is it a meme when it's a picture with writing on it? Well, it could be. Okay. So I saw this and I think I mentioned it in a previous podcast. And I know our friend like Justine shared it as well, where it's like, oh, you said you wanted to go to school like three years ago, but like what held you back then? And you could have been three years into your like your program yeah. now. Or it and it can mean for like anything. Mm -hmm. So because I applied to the same program I'm in now like two years ago, mm -hmm. but I withdrew my application. So I'm like, oh, I could have been like some years in, but I'm proud to to have this plan to finish on time. Yeah, I'm proud of you too. So how have you been? Well, I've been quite busy as well. I've been, as usual, trying to get on my fitness game. I actually also have been working weekly now with my therapist. So just really focusing on my physical and mental health right now um I guess that includes my emotional and I guess yeah I guess that's spiritual <laughs> that's <laughs> like, you know just working on myself as per usual we've been talking really a lot about like um some really deep deep things with my family and like getting into in intergenerational traumas and like how that affects us today and also like um things that were passed down that aren't our burden to carry mm -hmm. and I think that like as I go through it like I had a pretty pretty good life like I knew I was loved I, like I, yeah. I was loved up like I had there it was unconditional there was no doubt in my household but there's certain things that had happened in residential school that like get passed down unconsciously and so as modern indigenous people we have to recognize some things like aren't our burdens mm -hmm. and I that's why I think everyone should go to see therapy because like we don't need to carry that shit yeah that's not our shit um yeah so that's what I've been busy doing, uh, um, starting running again. So 
You know, movements medicine. That's what I've been up to. Oh, yeah. The weather has been so beautiful out. Um, I'm so happy. It's such like a mood booster, too. Like mm -hmm. when you wake up and you see it's beautiful yeah. and sunny. Like I do love the occasional like rainy days and I love the snow. But I mean, our, our winters are just too long. Yeah. Like it's not a balance of seasons. So I'm definitely looking forward. And speaking of your therapist, like that's what I love about what we share is is that we're open about it and we're we're making it okay that if anyone needs to seek out that help, mm -hmm. um, like everyone should. Mm -hmm. And that got me reminding me of my check-in because I've also been very open about my health and figuring out like bottom line, what, what is bothering me and not working for my body. Mm -hmm. And I booked an appointment with uh, a naturopathic doctor that I'm so excited for. And my neighbor had recommended him and she says that it's like super Eastern medicine. And I think I'm just like, I'm tired of this Western medicine of them mm -hmm. trying to throw medications at me to fix my problems. But like medications, like there's side effects to medications. Yeah. Always. And, you know, in, in my case, I know a lot of it was, well, like you can fix it with diet or, or take this medication. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, well, I, I rather go like the natural way. And I'm not like, I think medication is, is good. And, you know, for, for some people, um, but in my case right now, since it's, I feel like it's so early on that I, I want to figure out another way. Right. And this naturopathic doctor apparently is amazing and I'm so looking forward and I'm so excited to record again with you, Quay, and give you an update on how that goes. Oh yeah, down the road. Also, that you, your little update reminded me of my update. That <laughs> this, whole, this whole episode will just be like, well, your update reminded me of my update. Okay, same. Okay, so like I was so busy last weekend and like last week because me and my roommate, the one you guys heard on in February, we have decided that we're adults now and we're gonna be living independently. Mm -hmm. but in the same neighborhood. <laughs> so I've been like so busy looking at like apartments and going with her to look at her apartments also because like um, you have to be, I know it's COVID and everyone's like being really careful, but you also have to be careful where when you go look at apartments that like you're not going to a sketchy place alone. And like, even though we're looking at like these condos, you shouldn't go alone. So because the people that are meeting you need to know that like people people care about you and they're with you. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So I've been busy going to my own and she's coming and like, we're going to her and I'm going. So it's been really taking up a lot of my time recently um, for, to make that move. And I'm pretty excited to be able to style and decor my house the way I want to without anyone else's input. Cause like I definitely made our apartment a home, but it's always been like confirming if this is a good vibe with, her the two of you yeah, yeah two, two of us so now I'm like oh this is all gonna be me and yeah that's very exciting I'm very excited for you um yeah so that's an exciting thing and I feel like you know spring comes new beginnings and right. you'll be moving in springtime and you know you'll be settling in come the summer yeah. and um and you know what like I don't think we even talked about this either since the last time we talked or um, how amazing it has been that I know this could get controversial, but like the vaccine coming out, right? That's <laughs> wait, 
that's going to remind me of another thing to say because yeah, I'll, I'll let Quay share her news about that, but it's just been so great and reassuring that our indigenous communities have been priority and they're start, starting to slowly roll out. I know a lot of Toronto folks have gotten it yeah. and it's, it's coming to Hamilton. I'll let you know when I, I get a phone call or I have to call, but um, hopefully it's coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, quick, give your little update about that. <laughs> my update again. So my, I got the vaccine. Um, I got the Pfizer one. It was quite overwhelming for me because, um, I do have a lot of distrust for hospitals. Um, yeah. And it like brings back a lot of memories with like my grandma being in the hospital and like growing up. Mm-hmm. So like, there was that that was overwhelming, but also there was the lineup to get in and then the lineup to wait. There, was, So there was that, but I got it. Um, I got it at Sunnybrook Hospital. I, don't, I know a lot of other Indigenous people went in Toronto, went to the Center for Healthy Breathing. Um, so get in where you can fit in, I guess. Because some of my other friends went there and they're getting their shot, their follow-up in two weeks. And, but mm-hmm. I'm getting one in July. So it's it's kind of um I think I think also you gotta do your own investigation, work in your own education. And if you feel comfortable doing it, mm-hmm. then do it. But if your parents are pressuring you, if your family's pressuring you, if your partner's pressuring you, like do your own education and trust in your own judgment. To go forward with it or not. And I know that when I was doing it too, or I had, we were talking before where we were like, oh, we're going to wait. We're going to wait till fall. Like, we don't know. Yeah. It could turn into zombies. Like, <laughs> like, we had all those thoughts and processes, right? But then I like did some of my own research and I was like, okay, I'm, I feel comfortable to get it. Also, my community's got Pfizer. So if we do turn into zombies, I want to be the same zombie as everyone from Garden River. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that like our doubts in the beginning and for anyone who is still unsure, it's Mm. totally valid. Like you don't have to feel bad that other people are getting it. Like you should, you know, do whatever you feel like and whatever feels right to you. Um, <laughs> I don't know if the mic's catching that, but I have my son Nico yelling. He's in the basement with his aunt. So, but that's, you know. Yeah. What is your views on it? Like, how do you think? Well, I was totally like doubtful in the beginning. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are because it was this new thing. And I think a lot of people just didn't know, like, if it was a live virus or mm-hmm. what is it and like what's in it. And then now that it got like, since it's been approved by health Canada, a few vaccines now have, um, and everyone's been getting it. (coughs) I've kind of just been like, Oh, well, there's a light at the end of this tunnel now. And, and do I want to avoid COVID for the rest of my life or just get the vaccine and be done with it? Yeah. And that's kind of my decision. And I'm like, I, I want to be done with this. I was kind of thinking it in it of a census and like smallpox or whatever we get when we're younger, right? Like we got all those back those vaccinations, and and I'm because I'm not an anti-vaxxer, and if you if people are, then like that that's fine. That's your own decision. Make yeah. sure you're educated in it, though. But I'm like, this is just another new disease that came and like took over the world, and we're 
Like, it's a modern time. It's not like... That's pretty serious. It just took over the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you think of, like, what was that? The Black Plague or the... The, the Spanish flu. The Spanish flu. It wasn't a modern time, so people just died. Yeah. Like, the, the thing is, like, now there's... What is it? The 24-hour time... The 24-hour news where it's, like, cycling and cycling and cycling. And that's where the fear comes from, where I'm like, okay, but we've had pandemics before. They've just never been in modern times. So if this is what's going to happen. Like, this is how a vaccine happens. It happened pretty quickly. But, um, do yeah, read your info, man. Read up. Yeah, but, I mean... For our elders and our family members back in our communities, yeah. I'm just like overjoyed that that this, you know, they're gonna be safe and still continue to um, social distance until all of this is gone. Because even though that you are, uh, you could have gotten the vaccine, you could still pass it on to someone who could still be vulnerable and to it. Of, like that's how we lost Fred Saskamoose the first. Indigenous NHL player was from COVID. Really? I mean, he, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think maybe I might be lying to you guys. Don't quote me. This is where, yeah. <laughs> this is the classic information of the podcast. I don't quote us. I think, Quay, that needs to be on like a shirt. Don't quote me. Don't quote, don't quote me. <laughs> I've seen it in a meme, but don't quote me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what else is happening in the news? Oh. Oh, yeah. This is oh. something big. Um, Quay, take it away. So down in Atlanta, there was white supremacist terrorist who went in and shot up an Asian massage parlor. And whenever there is women, minority women are diverse women who get attacked. I am like, I feel like so distraught because they were they're directly attacked for the race. It's a race hate crime that happened yeah. in Atlanta. And I'm like, I'm like Missy Elliott when she talks about sex workers, where it's like. <laughs> I'm gonna quote Missy and she's like there's no shame just make sure you're ahead of the game like make sure you're protected yeah make sure you're safe enough if that's the work you're gonna do then get it girl like if you can get they probably get a lot of money I don't know and it's like I don't have anything against sex workers just same thing as everyone else be safe be educated mm-hmm. and I believe they were but that white guy just came in and shot up the parlor and was saying that like in his mind he had a desire and he had to get rid of the desire so he killed those women those women that's that's awful that's horrible and we can't let that stand um the states is crazy but like canada's pretty crazy too so we can't just say oh it's the states yeah it's really everywhere Mm -hmm. how does that make you feel though as like another woman who like we have the missing and murdered indigenous women movement because that's a um what's well, it not a stressor that's a that's a thing here like it's a thing we're target we're, we're targeted and like 84 percent of indigenous women experience violence in their lifetime i think some stat like that and now there's like asian hate crimes especially since covid came out too where like everyone was blaming asian people for it and i'm like it's 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 a virus that's spreading it's no one's yeah. fault so my heart goes out and i know that sounds like too fluffy but really my my heart and my prayers and my thoughts go to the asian community right now yeah my um yeah i think of that too and i don't know like 
like I don't hear too many and I could be wrong like um gun crimes mm. in Canada not mm. so much you know like right. of course there are but it seems like the biggest things that have happened in the states like even when um that guy like shot up that um what was it that place in Florida like that oh, bar. Yeah, the, the LGBTQ plus nightclub. Yeah. That. But like that was with a gun. Oh, and yeah. like now like the Asian hate crimes with a gun. And I'm just like, what? And I know that it's, what is it? A, like a fifth amendment, right? That people yeah. have a right to their gun. But I'm just like, is, is that an excuse now for these people who are actually terrorists? Right. And it's all because of the gun laws in the States. Like um, I grew up on a border city and I know that like, there you can easily go in and buy a gun just like you could easily go in and buy a bike at a walmart they don't have very strict gun regulations and i know mm-hmm. that it was something crazy like if you wanted to to buy to oh, i can't remember what the the thing is like if you wanted to go in and buy a car or something you have to pass all these checks and all these mental health checks it's not a car but like if you want to go in and to buy a gun you just need like you it's your like, id yeah and it's like, what? No, you need to apply the same regulations and policies for that other item that I can't, I can't remember <laughs> to yes. a gun because it's you guys are having gun violence. Yeah. Can you smarten up Joe Biden? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And it's it's like a sad, like even the fact that, you know, like earlier, Quay, you're like, you know, we have to be safe when we're going to look at apartments. It's like, mm-hmm. that's how we have to think all yeah. the time. Like, we always have to have that stress that to, like, expect the worst. Right. Not expect it, but be prepared for, for the sure. worst. And it's, yeah, for sure. And I was thinking about that, too, and thinking about that because in our lives, you and me, Grace, we have all these little boys around us, these mm-hmm. like little sons and nephews, and I'm like, it's really so important with the new generation that instead of teaching our daughters to learn karate or to how to carry keys in their fingers, we have to teach boys not to be predators. Mm-hmm. So that's our, like, we have to teach everybody that you can't just go and shoot people. Yeah. Uh, but did you watch the Meghan Markle and Oprah? Oh, yeah. That was something that came out recently as well so our listeners we want to hear like me because me and Quay have been talking about this too um just like how crazy that is like right and I'm okay so I'm for Meghan Markle but like, I think you are too I'm for Meghan Markle okay but what did you think she told the whole truth or did she lie about a couple things because I think she lied about a couple things yeah I think she like I think she's, like, been inconsistent with a few things, and it showed, like, in that interview. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like, the fact that sh- she claims that she knew nothing about the royal family, but, sh- like, years before she blogged about Kate and Will's wedding, <laughs> when she was, like, you know, probably living in Toronto and blogging and whatnot. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I think it got it comes down to, like, are you happy and do you feel safe? And now that you have a kid in their lives right. is my son gonna be happy and is he gonna be safe mm-hmm. so yeah i agree i because <laughs> i was telling you last night i'm like 
there's no way in hell she did not Google Harry. Like, there's no way. Everyone knew about him. Yeah. Like, I never Googled my husband because he was telling me everything I needed to know. Bullshit. Yeah. Megan, just tell us you did a little, you creeped him on the gram. You creeped his Twitter. I don't know if Harry has Twitter, but like, you did, you did your sleuthing. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think that like she was very, um, I also think that, I think that the topics were pre-approved. Nothing was off limits on the pre-approved topics. Mm-hmm. And oh, and Megan pre-approved the topics to Oprah and Oprah asked questions. So yeah, they didn't know what questions were happening, but it was structured and they were prepared. Yeah. Um, which, which is fine. Uh, I also think that that's really great that they're having another baby too. That makes me really happy. And honestly, I'm just glad that, like, I don't, I don't, there. yeah, I don't wish them any, like, ill, like, um, thoughts or, I don't know. Like, I, I want them to be happy because I think they're, like, genuine people. Mm-hmm. And, like, why would I want to, as, like, a mother myself, like, I wouldn't want to wish Meghan Markle that situation she was in when she was in the royal family. Like, if you're not happy and... I just, like, it broke my heart when she was, like, when she she wanted to, like, commit suicide when she was pregnant with her son. That time, she'll never be able to get back. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to be happy. And, like, of course you feel, like, the natural emotions of pregnancy. But you shouldn't have these outside stresses mm-hmm. that are interfering with, like, those moments. Right. And that's sad. And even when she had her son, she said that she was, like, Harry would come home after working like or he would be away and he'd come home at night and she'd be sitting there crying like breastfeeding her son yeah remember remember with with our with our other guest Tasha she said that she like really really set up a safe environment for her and her partner and her baby to grow where they didn't want to hear any one else's yeah. stories and Megan couldn't even set up that safe space yeah. And I know some people are like, man, we don't care about the British monarchy girls. Like, talk about something else. We're here for other women of color to call out and expose the British people and the British Empire that, like, colonize that they're a nasty institution. That's what we're here for. And we love gossip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, Quay, tell me about that, like, NCAA or whatever. Right. So the it's March Madness. I hope everyone's brackets are doing very well. Um, that so what got exposed recently was the NCAA men's tournament had a bubble, which is great. They're they're being safe. Um, and then they had a workout room, which was like oh elite, lovely. They had so many squat racks, so many like stuff like that. It was quite beautiful actually. And then the women's showed their facility where they had like one set of up to like two 10 pounds, two 15 up to like 50. That was all their weight room. And what had happened was when the girls started exposing it, where they're like, this is our weight room compared to the men's, the NCAA officials released a statement. Like it's not because of whatever it's because of space. And then the girls were like space. And they showed a video of like, they have the same amount of space open and available. And 
what I thought was really good in for, for women was that there was so many athletic places like Dick Sporting Goods and some other American sporting company were like saying, hey, NCAA, we have a car that's ready and we have like a truckload of ready and willing squat racks and weights. Like we'll outfit it. We know mm-hmm. you got space. Just tell us what and where. They yeah. were like messaging that. Mm-hmm. And I think like yesterday the the NCAA girls got their their full weight room, which they deserve mm-hmm. because that's like giving a male chef a, a decked out kitchen, but giving a female chef a microwave. Like yeah, that's so sexist. Yeah, and this is their okay. They're student athletes, so like their job is school. Yeah, <laughs> but their secondary purpose is like. To be an athlete. They're an athlete. Well, and, and a lot of times, too, the reason that they they, they go to school yeah. is for sports yeah, as well. Exactly. And, they, like, they're probably being recruited to go to the school. Yeah. So provide these, like, semi, almost professional athletes yeah. what they deserve. What they, they deserve a full weight room. And, like, look at, like, you. You were a curler, and you had a high-performance training thing, and you had a high-performance training coach. I'm saying, like, yeah, it was still you, and you were, I think you were on a mixed team, eh? Or were you no. all women? All women. Yeah. Oh, and you guys still had, like, this high-performance-specific training hours and coaches for you. Yeah. And, like, that's what you got to expect. You can't have discrepancies like that. So I was outraged. Like Michael Jordan, I was offended. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really glad that the girls in the NCAA got their weight room because like when I think back to the little bit of weights that I did when I was playing, I'm like, that would that'd be fucking rude. Yeah. I'd be pissed. Like, you know, when Kim smacks her purse at Courtney, she's like, don't be rude. <laughs> <laughs> That's me to the NCAA. Don't be fucking rude. Well, I think this ties into really our next, um, our next topic we want to talk about. So we want to move into, um netflix and because you know this is kind of like a trademark of ours where we do check-ins and netflix recommendations you know our podcast is just super light but um a series that just came out yesterday or a documentary on netflix quay and i watched it and quay what's it called it's called uh, what oh was it operation varsity blues or was that the, the 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 file of the fbi i don't know or oh my god okay but it's about the scandal in the States where people were doing the side door method to get people in through varsity athletics. Because we all know if you watch Gossip Girl, Nate's dad like donated money for a wing and that's how he got into Yale. Or like yeah. we, we know about the front door with it, which is admissions you study even in. And we know that like really wealthy families can buy wings for people like Trump's daughter or I think Trump's son in law. Trump's son in law bought a wing to get in. His dad paid, donated $2.5 million yeah. to one of the schools and got his son in. So this is the backdoor way. And is, we've known about that. Is when you donate money, a rich family donates money, and their, and their kid gets accepted into the school. But it's not always guaranteed. Yeah. So this guy named Rick Singer, oh, my God, we're just exposing the whole thing. <laughs> so if you don't want to... If you don't want to listen to this, don't listen. But, okay, so the overall story is that um, there was kind of like this middleman who started really like a a business out of this where he would guarantee 
and bribe like par- rich parents would pay pay him um, to guarantee that their kids would get a spot in one of the schools. So then he had connections within certain schools and, you know, had people he would lie about like because there's there's ways that someone has a higher chance to get into school minorities. So yeah. he would like say that someone was Spanish when they're not <laughs> or um, or black or whatever it was. But then he'd also like go as far as like photoshopping, like we're going to get your your kid in on the sailing team. And the parents would always be like, oh, well, my, my kid's not athletic at all. And he's like, don't worry, he'll get in and he doesn't have to join the team. Yeah. So like he'll Photoshop pictures of them like <laughs> doing the sports. And also there was another method that he'd use where um, and this person was in on it too. Like, um, they would run the the testing of the SATs, and um, he would actually like complete the SATs after yeah. and get like the great the desired grade. And the kids, like, this is kind of the sad part is that the kids knew nothing about Some it. Some of them knew nothing. Most of them, the parents didn't know anything, or the kids didn't know anything. Which I don't know. Like, it's just. It's just so crazy. And um yeah, like what are your thoughts? My thoughts are it's it's so crazy. And I like remember when I was going to school and like applying for colleges and stuff, my parents were always like, go where you want to go, do what you gotta do, like it's your life, you have to make this decision and live with it. And so that that, that made me nervous. Mm-hmm. But for some of them, like that Olivia J girl who was Becky Aunt Becky's daughter, yeah, they didn't so Massimo and her didn't go to school. So, like, they wanted their kids to go to USC to, like, live out their dream, right? Yeah. And I'm like, that's sad. That's so sad that, like... It's so sad. And in that, that's the one case that I knew because I saw it on the news. And um, and I don't know if the kids, the daughters knew. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I felt, like, to be that, those girls, especially Olivia Jade... Cause she was already like, she had a Sephora line. She was like pretty big on social media and probably making her own like living. Yeah. And if my mom did this behind my back and it like ruined my reputation, I'd be pissed. It would make me have such a low self-esteem as well. I'm like, mom and dad, you don't trust that I'm smart enough or capable enough to get into USC or to get into UCLA. And you're, you're going to buy my way in. Like, yeah. You don't think I'm smart? Yeah. That's, that's, don't be fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So that was a big show that we watched um, yesterday. And we paused a lot to talk about it too. We were like, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. I felt bad though at the end for that. <laughs> the oh, one, the, the poor, sailing coach. <laughs> <laughs> the poor sailor man. The guy, their head, their athletic director was like, good job bringing in donations. Sailing sucks, but you're still bringing in the money. <laughs> yeah. The donors, he was like literally giving all of the money to the program. <laughs> <laughs> and then these like athletes never showed up. So he was like, Janice on house arrest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I wish, I wish he like bought himself something at least with that side money. <laughs> well, he didn't. Yeah. Well, yeah, honestly, that side money probably funded his salary, so he like <laughs> he worked for a little bit. So yeah, he worked. He did donors for his own salary. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, um, on a like a lighter topic, I finished the series. Well, I didn't finish Superstore. Um, because I finished Gilmore Girls the other month and I was kind of sad that it was over and I didn't know what I was gonna get into. And then Superstore just randomly showed up. <laughs> and I was like, is this a new show? But it's been around for a while. And it's something that, like, I could watch in the evening, like, before I go to bed. I don't have to focus too much. Yeah. And, like, throughout the show, I'd be like, well, this sucks. Like, I don't like this show. But I watch all of it anyways. And kind of sad that, like, their season six right now is on TV. So I I could go find it somewhere, but it's not at Netflix right now. Is there any show that you've been watching? Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah, I just remembered Corner. 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 Oh. I went deep diving into Corner. Did I mention that on the last podcast? Where like I caught up on everything on Netflix and I went to live TV. I like needed to know what was happening on Corner <laughs> and what she was up to because she was getting in a little wild and I needed to know what kind of other crazy things she was up to. But Superstore is good. I remember the one time when ISIS came in to get that the the one guy that had me stressed. Ice, not ISIS. What was it? Holy. The IRS. Was it IRS? No, it's not. That It was the immigrant. Okay, it's the home security or something? Yeah. If or homeland security. Home security. <laughs> homeland security? <laughs> that makes me think of, like, my dad. <laughs> you know those t-shirts? Of, yeah. like, those guys who were, like, at Aquasauce and Arizona while gay fighting for their land? Oh. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of homeland security. <laughs> okay, well, it's not. What did you say first? ISIS. Are you sure? Ice. What is ISIS? It's the the American people who try to take immigrants away and put them in camps. No. ISIS is like that huge terrorist group that the U.S. has been fighting in like (laughs) Afghanistan or like Iraq. This is why you don't quote us. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do not quote that. Okay. I don't know if it's IRS. Maybe. I don't know. And then the IRS, well, I think it might have been the IRS because that's the um, revenue system. or And if he wasn't documented, they would have removed him. Yes. Type what our IRS is. I'm trying to read a IRS. Give us a minute, everyone. If you don't know. Somebody's like yelling at us through, through the. Yeah. The Internal Revenue Service. So I think these are the people that remove immigrants because if you're not documented it was ice oh yeah ice. so I'm, i just don't know what i'm, I'm i know the sound <laughs> ice oh yeah immigration and customs enforcement oh yeah but it was it was not isis <laughs> ice oh my god i gotta laugh at that uh. Okay, but yeah, so like I I honestly now that I finish it, I'd recommend Superstore if you just want something easy to watch. Like give it a watch. Um let us know what you guys been watching. I feel like we haven't we've been having so many guests, which has been so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um but I think we've just been like wanting to talk it out, you know? Yeah. Because we've just been like getting to know our guests and their stories and it's been so great but it's nice to finally just sit down and talk with quay and it feels like we're talking to you guys and like always we want to thank you for listening and supporting us where um we have our gears turning in a in a lot of sense of like an apparel line that we want to get started and there's all these things kind of like you know spring comes new beginning so 
watch out. out. Yeah. <laughs> watch out. It's something's happening. So we want to thank you all for your support listening. We are over a year in and you know, it's been, this has been a lot of fun. It's been great. We've been surviving pandemics, surviving ISIS, <laughs> surviving racism, sexism together. Um, so until next time, stay safe and toodaloo. Toodaloo, everyone. Bye. So your podcast, Andy's know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast aunties love you.